following is not legal advice coming from an attorney. Nothing more than a father speaking from his own experience. Should you need actual legal advice, contact an attorney. It's time for another episode of The Father's Truth. The show where real men band together, stand up for father's rights, and bring the father's truth out of the darkness, out of the darkness, and in to the light. Giving fathers a voice everywhere. A broadcast brought to you by the Father's Lives Matter Network. Here's your host, Alan Donovan. All right, guys, it's another crazy night out in the world. Today, I've got Katino Mobley on the show with me. Uh, He played 10 years in the NBA with the Houston Rockets, the Orlando Magic, Sacramento Kings, Los Angeles Clippers. He's a businessman and co-founder of Fair. Katino, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Just uh, hanging out, trying to stay active, uh, trying to keep the immune system strong. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, Uh, I hear you. You got enough toilet paper out there? You good on that? you know, I don't even know what this whole toilet paper thing is, right? Like, it's just the craziest thing to me where instead of hand sanitizers or bleach or Lysol, people are, like, stacking up on toilet paper for whatever reason. But Yeah, no, I, I don't get it. I was at Walmart, like, I think it was, like, two or three weeks ago, and there was literally people in the racks of the toilet paper section, in the empty racks, taking pictures of themselves and posting it on social media. I watched some guy pose himself. Cause I was standing behind him. I could see his camera as he's got it out, you know, and he's doing this crazy pose, writing it on Facebook. And I was just like, really dude, come on. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Exactly. Exactly. What are you doing? It's so crazy. You see, it's, you know, uh, it's so many people are misinformed. Um, there's so many different things that you can go, that you can go on that can, like my mom, she's 65. She lives with us. And she is, you know, from the very beginning, people who are 60 and over can be affected quickly. So blah, 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 blah. So she's wearing masks in the house and shit. It's like, yeah, it's just like, then I have a 19, just turned 20 year old son who came home from prep school and he went out to his brothers, my godsons who lives around the corner. He comes back. She's like, She's in like a quarantine suit. It's like weirdest. Oh wow! Oh man, it's crazy. Wow, it's so- you know, and they're they're doing that up here. I mean, people are walking around in full on gas masks. Yeah. And I see this, and I'm just like, what the hell? Really? That's what's yeah. happening here? Yeah, man, that's it. crazy. I mean, because we don't know. You you yeah. you don't. I mean, listen, I I do a lot of studying to figure out what exactly is going on. But you know, it, there's so many different viruses and diseases that are out there now that before the coronavirus even hit the media, that, you know, what's going to get you is what's going to get you. One of my close friends I grew up uh, um, in the same city, grew up with, played in NBA with, Kobe Bryant, passed away. Um, uh, January 26th, uh, he passed away. And it was a freak accident. I mean, it was the helicopter. He'd been flying helicopters for a thousand years, right? And he's 40 years old now, passes away with his daughter and some other people. You know, amazing other people inside it. I mean, did he know that was going to happen? So, like, when it's your time, it's like, it's like your time. But I think what people really need to start understanding is, like, this is more so when you start connecting not only with yourself, but with your kids, with your family, with your friends, your loved ones, um, being more active, uh, uh, eating the right way, um, 
really st study some new stuff. Like learn something new. You got two months to sit still. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of hours that, you know, <laughs> that exactly. we've been, I went on a three hour hike today. Literally it was three hours. And we started at nine 30. We came back home closer to one o'clock PM. Great, great hike. Great hike. Man, that's, that's great. You know, I, I, think, I think one of the other problems that we're dealing with is there's too many Facebook doctors. Everybody's right. a doctor on Facebook if you're on social media or Instagram or any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm just like, wow. You know, I'm, you know, I'm seriously thinking this is the time for me to take a break from social media and just get away from it all and just yeah. kind of try and get back to nature. I mean, I'm in Montana. It's gorgeous out. I'm in the perfect place for it. Oh, Montana's great. Yeah. Have you ever been here? Well, no, you know, I, uh, I love Phil Jackson. He goes to Montana. He lives I in Montana. Lake. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've been to Phil, you know, it's funny. I've been to Phil Jackson's cabin and uh -huh. you know, the first time I was there, I was expecting a cabin. Yeah. It's no, not a cabin, but I mean, no, it was, it was awesome growing up. I was a huge Chicago Bulls fan, just like, you know, pretty much everybody, Jordan right. and Jordan and Pippen and all those guys, you know, I got to see the rings. I got to see the chairs from Chicago stadium. It was right. awesome. Yeah, I will yeah. tell Pip, you that. Uh, Pip and Mike are really good friends of mine. I, I, I was so blessed, man, coming into the NBA. Um, I, I would carry uh, Scotty Pippen and Eddie Jones's uh, basketball cards in my wallet before I got to the NBA. <laughs> and it just so happened that Eddie Jones was one of my closest friends before I got to the NBA. And then Scottie Pippen was my teammate my first year in the NBA. So oh, you're man. talking about like dreams coming true. It was Brother, uh, brother that's yeah. awesome. I've still got Scottie Pippen's rookie card. Are you serious? Sitting in a lockbox, yeah. So funny. I just talked to him the other day. He lives around the corner from me now. I just talked. I said, what are you doing? I said, none, bored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, go jog, do something, bro. Jesus. Yeah, exactly, man. Well, let's talk about why you're on my show. So last week I was doing a live and um, you popped up and I didn't know you at the time. Um, yeah. And you came in and you were talking about an app that you guys are working on. Yeah, and we kind of talked a little bit about that. Yeah, the Be Fair app. Yeah, yeah so Be Fair, uh, B-E-F-A-Y-R. Be Fair was uh, founded by a gentleman named Mike Daniels out of Florida. And Mike was going through some things with his um, ex. And uh, during that time, uh, uh, I think about a year and a half ago, I reached out to Mike. And Mike was super accommodating, just saying to me, like, listen, you know, um, whatever you need. Uh, I'm, listen, I'm in Florida. You're in California. The laws are made different. But you can be able to do X, Y, and Z. And, uh, you know, I, listen, man, I, I'm, I'm one of the fortunate ones, but yet unfortunate because of the circumstance where it's though I was paying so much money to lawyers and the lawyers, what they do is they, is either they're really good. They're okay. And then they're just terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like they're, they're, they're charging hours, right. That mm -hmm. it takes like 20 minutes to find 10 minutes to find. Yeah. And you, you don't really know it. Right. It's like, you don't really know really what's going on. And what I found out was document a lot of things. What I found out was like, do, do your own research before you call your lawyer, right? It's going to be a little more homework, but if you love your children and, and, and you know, you want to keep this a, a peaceful thing just for yourself, not for the other person, but just for yourself, you have to look within, right? And for me, I'm spending so much money with lawyers and I didn't get 
what I wanted. I, I mean, you know, this person was a, a welfare hold, a 5150 was in there for at least two weeks and you still got 50% custody, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, it's like, I think the system is rigged. I think it, 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 it because of the old way, it caters to women more. And I don't want to, again, I'm for whoever's a good parent. So there's a lot of us that are out there, male and female, that are mentally ill and they have children. And then you put all your fears, insecurities, and everything on the child. So in our app, what we're saying is, all right, listen, I might be messed up. They might be messed up, whatever it is. But everything's transparent on this app. So our app has all the bells and whistles, right, from uh, planning, uh, school tutoring, um, finances. Uh, we're, we're, doing, we're enhancing it now. And we're working on these modulums right now, but we, we want to be able to have psychiatrists, psychologists, uh, borderline personality disorder um, uh, therapists, um, narcissistic therapists, like people who can identify these things and help us, you know, whoever it is to go through that, who's going through certain things. You know, this guy hit me earlier today and I was telling him, he was, he said, uh, I pay child support and she gets money from, from the government. And I haven't seen my daughter in years. And I'm like, for me, I can't fathom not seeing my children for years. That's just me. Yeah. Right. And to to see someone not only paying child support, not seeing your child, the children are being are being alienated because I don't think people really well, I know in California, if the, if they come to find out that the children are being alienated that parent gets the children taken away from them in California. So, I mean, it's about you proving it. So it's a lot of documentation. It's a lot of things like that. But uh, again, like I said before, it's a, it's tedious, but at the end of the day, right? Like you have to, and then be fair in this app, you can really, you can, it's your journal. It's like what you feel, what you see, what the children said to you, what the teacher said to you, right? Even if the doctor says, one thing and you put it in your, you know, because you were uh, back and forth with the ex, whether it's a male or female about, you know, they shouldn't eat like this or they should do this or they shouldn't do that. And then that the, the dentist or the doctor or whoever, who had uh, the teacher, you know, you can, you can literally document these type of things. So, you know, be fair to me. Like I, we're on right now, she won't go on be fair, but she'll do talking parents and talking parents is terrible. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, I just got to make sure that I document everything I can, right? Because, you know, the best thing to do is document as much as you can. Um, stay positive, stay active, you know, uh, with your children. And it's, it's, it's a long battle. It's literally a long battle because I am um, looking at the generational curse that goes on, whether it's male or female, what I've seen the pattern of the, uh, the ex, my ex, my children's mother is that there's no connection, whether it's friend, long friendships, healthy, long friendships or, um, relationships with siblings or father, mother. It's like, it's a lot of built up resentment, anger, can't take. So like, how do you teach your children how to become like, a better person if you can't even resolve issues from your childhood, right? 
Well, yeah, so, you know, and, and I think that's a great point to bring up is, you know, in a lot of cases, it is a generational thing. You know, I am the product of a generational thing. My parents got divorced. I was stuck in the middle of a really nasty custody battle. You know, later on in life, I had my son and then he was stuck in a really nasty custody battle. You know, and it's just one of those things where I think a lot of people don't know how to break that cycle. They don't mm-hmm. know how to make it end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it's definitely like that. It's, it's definitely about the same. Oh, a second. So I can put this on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hold on one second. Yeah, not a problem. Sorry. How do you? Yeah, it's not anything. So. But um, but yeah. So um, you know, I think it's just like I said before. It's like looking within, right? Because I can say, oh, nothing's wrong with me, whatever, whatever, but it, it's something wrong with you, right? Like, it, it, again, not everyone, because if I have great relationships and I got really good, positive people, especially for long, like a longevity, right? Like, mm-hmm. you have to have long friendships, right? Short friendships is a red flag, yeah. right? You have to have some type of long friendships childhood, um, high school, um, when you see where it's like, oh, I, you know, I'm not really cool with my high school friends or ch- uh, college friends or my parents, my, like, now you got to fully understand the person, right? And that, that comes in with the psychology of, of life. It's like, you know, how do you not close with people who kind of like molded who you are as an individual, whether it's good or bad? How do you, how do you not connect with them? If I'm with you for a year or two, I don't know anybody that, or those people like you always have, you know, high conflict kind of arguments or whatever with. We have to really start to really dissect those things. And I think that can help us break these generational curses that appear in our life. Because, you know, in the beginning and anything, man, like we erase the red flags because we want, not need, we want something so bad to where, oh, she's so pretty and it's so cool. And She's feeling this boy and I'm lonely and blah, blah, blah. And then before you know, it's like, oh, wow, it's a witch. Yeah, I'm stuck. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. And, you know, you start to fight and bump heads. Oh, yeah. You no, know, absolutely. Even looking at my own situation, you know, there were a lot of red flags that, you know, I ignored because of what I wanted. And mm-hmm. I didn't actually, well, I knew about it, you know, and I knew they were there, but I didn't cognizantly accept them until after the fact when I was right in the thick of things, you know, where I could step back and go, you know, that was not what I thought it was going to be. She was not what I wanted. This was totally different. And then, you know, I think it's one of those things where you start connecting the dots and then all of a sudden you've got this picture that shows up. Whereas if you had done it, you know, at the time you would have saved yourself a lot of trouble. Right. Right. And again, it's, (laughs) Me going through it, and listen, I'm a double major, played in NBA, um, still really tight. All my sisters and brothers, my, my family, um, I have three godsons, a goddaughter. My godsons moved when they graduated from high school. They moved straight here to L.A., and their parents love me. I love them. I, like, I, I know, the older I get, I know myself. I know 
that I'm a good guy, right? And some mm -hmm. of these people is like they think they're a good person. It's like, if you're such a good person, why don't you have lasting relationships? That right there, you have to have some type of lasting relationship. Yeah. And if you don't, it's not meaning you're a bad person. That means you just got to work on something, right? Because that means you got matches in your pocket and you burn down every city you're in, yeah. right? So it's not that the city's wrong or whatever it is and about making excuses. It's about when I get uncomfortable as an adult, what I do is I start to reflect into my childhood traumas and then I make whatever this situation or this person is the monster, now I can just leave, right? So where now you blame the female, I blame the male for whatever it is your insecurities are. And it was sweet in the beginning, now it's not. So let me, you know, whatever. You know, yeah. and that, it makes perfect sense what you're saying about it is, you know, there's so many people that I don't think actually are willing to acknowledge this kind of stuff and right. willing to take the time to look at these kind of things. And mm -hmm. I think if they did, you know, we as a society would be in a hell of a lot better place than what we are now. Right, right. Right. And, and, and you know, it's, it's funny you say that because it, it, it's, it's all about the accountability, right? It's like, say I'm not a Trump supporter, right? And, and again, it's not that I hate Trump. I just don't think that he brings the country together more when it comes to like unity opposed to like segregation, right? So you have, a, it, there's already racism that's been there for a thousand trillion years, right <laughs> but but it's like now you want to call the virus chinese and then now you have small-minded people like yeah it is it's chinese so now what you do is you, you disassociate yourself from uh asian americans and they have nothing to do with it it's just that they're the pigment of this the skin so like we have to be really careful of like the information that's put out there because we as a society just human beings in general we're very we're very easily influenced. Oh, extremely. so right. So like my daughter, she's six years old, best in the world, love her to death, right? Super sweetheart. But at a very young age, she's very influenced. So the mother can influence her to think and say and do certain things. So then now what you're doing is you're practicing certain characteristics and traits that 12 years old, 18 years old, 20 years old. Now you have something in you. You've been practicing for so long, you don't even know why it's there. But it's there. Yeah. Right? It's, it's just there now, and it's going to be there. Right. Exactly. So, you know, to me, um, I have so many of my guy friends that are in the NBA that, you know, I tell people this all the time. You can't judge anyone, right? Like, but especially, like, for me playing an NBA, people really have to understand, like, you you are worshipped basically playing sports basketball football baseball soccer hockey D doesn't doesn't matter you are at a very young age just think about this right um just take grade school my son my son was 10 uh they won the ch football championship peewee league whatever it was or whatever something and one day i was standing there on the on our side of the field and the parents on the other side, when the kids scored a touchdown, rah, yeah, rah, right? Like they were, were celebrating. Yeah. And okay, just do something body did well. Now, think about this psychologically. If you're getting praised, beat up, mentally, physically, whatever it is, you carry this on as an adult, okay? 
So now when you're carrying this on as an adult, you're looking at life like, okay, I need that type of validation, whether it's bad, good, or indifferent. I was raised like that. So the only way I know that I'm doing something well, or the only way I know I can get attention, or the only way I know this, that, whatever, is if I get this reaction. And that might not be the best reaction for you. So then now you go and you date a girl, you date a guy, and you say, oh, no. She's giving me flowers. She loves me. She's rubbing my feet. She's she's just hugging me and kissing me. No, I got to create something that's really fucked up. I got to do something to mess that up. And vice versa with the girl. I don't trust him. No, he's not as sweet as he should be. He need to be hugging me more. This, that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Because someone else told them that should happen. But they don't know he probably be going through something as well. Yeah. So then miscommunication comes right? Childhood traumas come on. And a lot of my guys, when you're being worshipped like this at a very young age, now you don't even know who you are. We don't even know who we are at 30 or 40. But you, now you get money, you, you, you get a free scholarship, you, 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 you know, they worship you in college, then you get to the pros. And at 20 some years old, you have six, seven figures. So are you really working on yourself? No, you're not. You don't even know yourself. All your family members, it's like a survivor's remorse thing. So you you made it out, so you got to take care of them. Yeah. Now they're going to do everything you tell them to do, right? Now these girls and whoever it is, they're looking on the internet. Okay, yeah, they're going to be in this city. They're going to do this, that, whatever. So they fake it like they don't know you. Then we, It's like it's the weirdest thing people don't really understand that and again there's politician groupies there's doctor groupies and lawyer groupies there's all type of groupies but i'm just talking about as athletes when you are at a very young age you become you get molded and you get jaded and some people get cynical some guys just get really cynical where they don't trust anybody and they say you know what well you're gonna fuck me so i I might as well do my thing before this this relationship ends and it's not that they really feel like that it's just that that's the world that you live in so living in that type of world, now you have a baby by somebody you don't know and you thought you knew them and they only came for the check or they have these traumas and I really loved you. Like, I've never seen a girl cry, not to be disrespectful to homeless people or bums, but I've never seen a girl say, I love you so much. A gorgeous girl, like, with a, they, this just don't work. Or guys sit watching a girl like who struggle. I don't, I don't see those, I didn't see those things, mm-hmm. right? When I say I don't see that, it's like a lot of these girls, they, they'll make it a big deal for a lot of these guys that you were my money, my one and only, my this, that, whatever, and the guys fall for it, or they may be truthful, but the guy is so jaded that he treats that girl like a piece of shit or whatever it is. I, don't, I have no clue. And then the vice versa, right? Like the, the, the guy thinks that this and, it's just a, it's a bad, like dog chasing his tail kind of thing for a lot of these, a lot of successful people. And then like just regular people in general that go through life. It's like you have wants that are truthfully not your, there's not needs, but it's your wants. Mm-hmm. And that girl, average everyday girl next door. She might be having issues, the daddy issues, mommy issues, it don't matter. And you you both become enemies after a while because it's like you 
you just don't understand each other. You don't understand the growth of the per same person you are now. You weren't like that when you were 20. Oh no, absolutely. You weren't like not. that when you were 25. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I can say that the person that I am now, I wasn't like that five years ago. I wasn't that right. person five years ago. Right. You know, and it's, it's growth. Like what you're talking about, it's growth because, you know, I found myself in the middle of a custody situation where I had a lawyer, you know, the first go around, I ended up having to fire the lawyer and I ended up having to do it all on my own. I went through and represented myself pro se. And during that time, you know, I would spend weekends learning about family court and family law and how it applied to my state and the state where my son was at. And one of the things I discovered once I had one full custody of my son and, you know, that night that I got him when I was down in Kentucky, I went and picked him up from school, told him he was coming home with me greatest thing ever. And we got back to the motel and I got him in bed and I went and took a hot shower and I just kind of reflected on everything that I had been through. And it blew me away that here I was at this point standing there having represented myself, having one full custody when, you know, just five years before that, I wasn't that guy. I wasn't mm -hmm. that guy that was battling. You know, I was that guy that was out partying, having a good time with life, you know, and now I've done this complete 180 and become a totally different man. Right. So I absolutely right. understand what you're saying about that. Yeah. It's, I mean, again, too, and I'm not, again, I'm not against men. I'm not against women. I'm not against nothing. I'm just about a person that's fair. Right. And I think for first is you have to be fair with yourself. Right. And it's not like a, you know, and, and again, I, I'm not speaking, there's a lot of men that are like this, but there's a lot of women that are saying, you know what, I'm going to hold on to this child because it's power, it's leverage. It's not that I love them to death, it's a leverage, right? Absolutely. So, you know, if you love something so much, you'll do anything for them as far as providing for them in the best way. And that's what I try to do for my children. I'm not going to sit around and wait for checks. I'm not going to, you know... Uh, uh, um, um, put my adult emotions on children. That's emotion. You know, that's emotional incest, right? That's that's parentifying your child. Those different types of things. But again, our ego, whether it's male or female, ego tricks us to say, "Well, I love my child, so you know, I'm just trying to protect them." That's not true. That's not true, right? Now, unless your child is being abused by the significant other or whatever it is that you see marks or you see uh, uh, certain things like that. There, there's no really good leg to stand on why the child shouldn't be with the other parent, right? Uh, especially if that parent is uh, 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 mentally stable, right? Like mine is truthfully not mentally stable. Um, and she swears she's mentally stable, you know? And I think the, the, only, the only thing at the moment that um, I would say uh, kind of rescued her is that the leniency of the judge at the moment right i think that's what you know and some people become arrogant They're like oh well they didn't do anything i'm okay i'll keep doing me because yeah. that's just who you are yeah. opposed to you being back in the corner when she was back in the corner it was crying it was like okay i will do better and it was that yeah and that's anybody right when you caught you're sorry when you're not caught you'll keep doing it that's just anybody and everybody oh yeah i mean that's an excellent statement and it's a very truthful statement yeah, it's, it's, it's just, you know, uh, and, and I gave chances. I gave chances. 
And for me, now I'm like, you do you, I will do me. Like, there is, you, I can't co-parent. I, I go to this, <laughs> so funny, me being a therapist myself and, and studying psychology and communications in college and, you know, um, you can't co-parent. Like, this is the thing about counselors, right? It's weird. I, I spoke to my counselor. She's, she's nice. Lady's nice. And I said, let me, let me explain something to you. And it's no disrespect to you. You're, you're, I don't know, 30 years of this, 25 years, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. But you cannot, before you want to try to help both parents meet halfway, you have to understand the origin of what's going on, first of all. Mm-hmm. It's, are they healthy mentally? And we both healthy. Because you can keep saying whatever you want to say, and it will, it will, stay, it will just be a block for one of the parents. Right. So he's saying, listen, um, I'm trying to reason what I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z for my instance, from traveling to tutoring to therapy. No, 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 no. And it's like, is any sane, reasonable person can do this? No, like that doesn't make sense to me. Do you know what I mean? No, absolutely. It's just, it's just a weird thing. It's like, you have to check the engine, check the engine, get deep, go into the back office and understand that person first. Before you can say, oh, well, this is, this is why you guys can't agree. This is what this is. You have a fear of abandonment or you have a fear of this and this is that, whatever. Okay, so now I understand why, blah, 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 blah. Now we can get to, okay, what do you think about, right, therapy or this, that, whatever, and blah, 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 blah. You need to go work on yourself first because right now you feel as though the kids do this, this, that, whatever. It's not even my cases, a lot of different cases. A, the, these counselors, they're just like collecting money. And they, I don't know how many co, co-parenting counseling really works. Like if, if you're not going to, if you're not going to dig deep into the core of the situation, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think you make a lot of good points. You know, I really like that you're bringing up the fact that we need to look at, you know, parents as being mentally healthy versus anything else. Because if you're not right. mentally healthy, you know, you're going to falter in a lot of other areas. And that's, you know, that's not something that you ever really hear addressed. You know, I've talked to fathers from around the world and, you know, that's just something that's never been brought up in any of the conversations I've had. And like I said, you know, I brought up my own circumstance, looking at my own circumstance, you know, mental health, you know, on that side of it played a big role, of, big role in it. And had I realized that, you know, I could have saved myself a lot of time, a lot of money, you know, a lot of tears and ultimately mm-hmm. a lot of effort. But, you know, we don't look at that because like you said, we want, you know, not need, but we want. Right, right, right. And I, you know, and that's what I think Be Fair, Mike, myself, and um, a lot of our colleagues, what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring mental healthness at the forefront, right? Because at the end of the day, we choose these individuals I don't care if I graduated with a double major and I was in the MBA and I have long last relationship. There was something that I was off balance with. Yeah. Right. Where I picked this individual and ignored red flags. Okay. So let's address that. Katino. What's your, what's your, and mine's at the time, uh, the MBA was telling me, okay, you know what? Um, you got to take a leave. Uh, you have a heart issue. It became a mixed diagnosis two years later. But by that time, my son was, she's pregnant with my son. So we don't even know each other. You're from Idaho. I'm from Philadelphia. I'm a city kid. You're, you're like in the wilderness, right? Like, it's just like a, 
it's a different world. And, and yeah. not to say that that person is a bad person. It's just that we're from two different worlds. We don't really know how to understand each other, our love language, our, our, our cultural language. Nothing is the same. So then now what happens is when you have a child, now you got to bring both worlds together. And that person may be a little panicky or scared from abandonment. You just never know. So I think in, what, in, in our app and what we're going um, uh, to launch soon is it's like full, like literally it's going to be like Costco, Target meets everything. Like any one-stop shop, you go in there and it's like literally going to help individuals in every aspect. And, and it's going to be a subscription-based where you don't pay a shitload of money all the time to lawyers that do nothing. Mm-hmm. A post is like, I'm going to pay $7.99 or $10.99 or $11.99, get a subscription, have a certain tiers of where I can meet uh, whatever it is and what I can afford. And then I'll have these lawyers at beck and calls. I'll have these psychologists, psychiatrists, um, whatever it is. So I can be able to get answers met faster and you won't have to worry or act impulsively, right? A lot of us act so impulsively, like this guy was saying, 2015, he gave away certain rights. And now it's 2020. He's like paying them. She's pay, he's paying his lady. She's getting government. Uh, uh, she's uh, getting money from the government. Plus, he can't see his children. So I don't know what kind of thing he signed off on, right? Like, yeah. To me, it's crazy. Now, now with the app, are you guys going to try and seek court approval to kind of get it as the default yep. court app? Yeah, we want we want it to be. We want it to be, he has a lot of different um, big time lawyers in Florida that he's working with at the moment. They love it. They want to mandate it. So we, I want to be able to, me being from Philadelphia and uh, having influential friends, uh, having friends out of Chicago, whether they're NBA players or what, what have you, uh, we want to be able to mandate this all around the place and be able to uh, have this uh, enlightenment program grow, right? So uh, we can all have a, a, a voice beyond, right? Or, 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 uh, an oracle to be able to speak to when we're in tough times like that they, these guys are in tough times so i don't know how many guys that sit there and talk to you about their problems right a so lot. you want to be able to yep. put, maybe you're on our app maybe you're getting paid uh to be able to talk to them and talk them off the ledge and say listen guys this is what you need to do blah 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 you know i i did this it's going to take a little work um here's um here's a uh, I don't know, uh, look up this in your state, you know, and again, yes, Alan, like you can, you can make money doing that. Right. And I'm talking about on our app where it's like, go to Alan. He knows this, this is his, um, his testimonial. This is what he did. He, um, he kind of reprogrammed himself to learn the law and do this and do that. Like if we're all capable of doing different things, like doing all these different things, right. Especially right now you think about the coronavirus, this is the time to really understand the law, really understand okay. what you're going through as an individual, right? Yeah. To be able to document, to be able to really get close to your children. And if you don't take this time where you're quarantined, it, maybe it's just not for you as an individual, right? But Well, yeah. And I, you know, I think in a case like that, you know, if you go out of this having not done anything to better yourself, you have nobody to blame but yourself ultimately. Exactly. Because you had the time you know, you had nothing else going on. I mean, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything, but you know, like you said, it's not going to be for everybody. I know way too many people that when you start talking about self-improvement and self-enhancement, 
poof, they're gone. You know, they, they don't want to hear about they it. They don't want to challenge. They don't want to challenge themselves. Yeah, I mean, they, when it comes down to it, they're about as deep as a mud puddle. <laughs> I like that one. You know, yeah. and, and that's the reality of it. Now, let me ask you another thing about the app. One of the things I'm curious about, because I loved what you were telling me the, the other night on live about it. Is it going to have anything for um, suicide awareness or prevention? Because that's, yeah, that's a yeah. huge thing with fathers. No, for sure. And we're, we're, going to, we're going to add all of these different components. And not only are we going to have those components, but we're going to have uh, psychologists, right? We're going to have psychiatrists be able to hotline to be able to talk to them. So we're going to have a lot of different things. And we're, the app, again, people like yourself, whoever said, yo, you know what? Can you have this on there? Right? It's a lot of us. It's 30% of men are doing this. Okay, cool. We're going to put it like that. Right? Whether it's men or women. We don't want to make the app like it's all men. But at the end of the day, we're getting the short end of the stick. Because now, in the past, let's just put it this way. In the past 20-something years, men are just as like, important as the mothers. Right? Like, it's not like back in the 70s where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, you, you had them. You, you know, you can raise them and blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I don't know the system. And, and it's not for us anyway. So... Yeah, I'll meet you when you're 15. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, we we we, sit, we like soccer dads, not soccer moms. We're soccer dads too. Exactly. And 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 listen, like I said before, Alan, me with a lot of resources, with a family behind him, I had dark nights where I go through it, where I'm nervous, or my kids come back and I gotta reboot them, and it's like, you know, mommy said this and this is that, whatever, and blah blah, and it's like, what? So you have to like understand that their children are getting manipulated and like pull back for a second, gather yourself and then try to come at them the right way. How do I do that? Well, it'll be on the app. How do you talk to your children when it's being separated, when they're dealing with a borderline personality disorder, a uh, mother or a narcissistic father or a blah, 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 whatever it is. As the children, they can go on there and be able to, you know, 30 minutes out of a day, 20 minutes out of a day, 10 minutes out of a day, understand how do I deal with this high conflict individual? Because my ex's, my ex's um, father, when she was pregnant with my son, her, she, they didn't see, she, she was 33 years old. The next time she saw, when she was four years old, and the next time she saw the father, for the first time was at 33. So imagine the trauma that goes on with an individual, right? Like there's, and again, you look at the father's like, damn dog, why'd you wait so long? But then you look at the behavior of the female, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, I'll see why you left. Yeah. This is too much. There's a lot going on. I don't need this in my life. So, you know, like, I think what we, what we need to do what we need to do is is just like more so uh, pay attention to patterns and understand what's going on and 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 having all of this what you're saying in the app it'll be there it it from suicide hotlines to rates to, I mean, uh, not rates but suicide hotlines to having somebody to be able to talk to right to uh, kind of like I said before talk you off the ledge or the edge uh, whatever it is um, I, you know we're just trying to make it a one stop shop. Well, that's awesome. And that's something that has been needed for so long because, you know, I remember the first time and we talked about this on the live when I used Family Wizard, it was a piece of junk. I mean, it's great that, you know, I can pay all this money to get this for the courts, but it doesn't do a damn bit of good if she's not using it. 
Right, right, you know, I'm, exactly. I'm sending this message out in the cyberspace, and yeah, the court can see it and whoop de doo but you know, that's all it is. It's just a glorified WhatsApp app. You know? And you know, but the, now, now another thing too is what they what what I find is, at, and and talking parents is like they can be very not articulate, but they can be very when when you look at how they write. Mm-hmm. Oh, it may seem on point. But in person, they're not good with their, their talking. Yeah. Right. And and then what they write down could be just like a storyteller. You can be whatever name, TK Rowling, whatever name from uh, Harry oh, Potter, JK. whatever. Yeah, JK Rowling. JK Rowling. You, you can be that. Yeah. Right. And nothing you nothing you're typing is real. Right? It's all fairy tale. But you but you document well. No, no. That's why it's really good for the other person to document date, time, all that type of stuff. And that's what we'll have on there. And like you said before, like the wizard, like no disrespect to them, but that's been since 1997, 1998. Yeah. And it's not even like updated or nothing. Yeah. So they don't really want to, they're looking to like get out of the business. Yeah. So my partner, Mike, been talking to those guys about that. Well, that's, that's good, man. I would love to see something like that adopted nationwide for the court system. Cause I, you know, you mentioned about me talking to a lot of guys and yeah, I do get a lot of messages every day. You know, last time I checked, it was like 50 to a hundred messages a mm-hmm. day from different fathers. And a lot of those messages talk about WhatsApp or the, the court app, you know, family wizard and mm-hmm. what a piece of junk it is. Now the other app that you were talking about, I don't have any familiarity with it, but I know enough about, you know, my own usage with the previous app and not what all these other fathers are saying. And it's like you said, 1997, it's 2020. Right. You know, it's way outdated. You know, it it doesn't serve the purpose that it was made for anymore. It's not, you know, it's not a utilitarian item like what you guys are talking about. Yeah. We, we, we're just trying to do the cutting edge kind of thing. And, you know, we have a Gwyneth Paltrow's our head advisor um, and then not, I'm, I'm throwing a name, but it's like, she's, she's a mom and she's been through a separation. So mm-hmm. she understands and she understands what the, 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 the meaning, the good meaning behind it. So, you know, for me, being a father one, uh, and, and, and two, it's like, I, listen, I don't want other people to get exploited either. Like, this is just ridiculous what's going on, whether it's man or female, but usually it's like a lot of. Again, I, I'm not a female basher, but a lot of them hide behind the law. Yeah. They hide behind the law. So I'm saying uh, to make it fair, be fair, <laughs> you got to put it down on this. Yeah. And we want it to be mandated. So then now, if you are a borderline personality disorder and you know how to, or a narcissistic personality disorder or a psychopath, whatever it is, you have to communicate through this phone and your behavior will show up regardless of how you try to hide it or not, it's going to show up, right? So my thing is I keep everything simple and short. Nope, okay, maybe that's it. Like I'm not gonna engage with you. And it'd be whole, I don't know if you've been through this, a lot of guys been through this, paragraphs of oh, stuff. Oh God, yeah. That don't yeah. even mean anything. Yeah, you know, talking about right? stuff that isn't even what you guys are supposed to be talking about at the time. <laughs> 1902, like what yeah. are you talking about? Like, no one, you, well, you can't know, remember. And, and that's one of the big things that I tell fathers when they get in this kind of situation, you know, they have to understand when they're being baited, you know, when that conversation goes so far off the rails that now she doesn't really care what you're saying. She's baiting you. 
You know, right. she's baiting you for that negative response. Right. That gla- gaslighting. Gaslighting. Yes. And I, I tell so many fathers that you have to be cognizant of that. You have to be able to understand what's happening and not respond to it. And it, it, it's, it's, it's hard for a few of them. It's hard for a few of them because you know what I mean? They're like, you know what? I don't like you so much. Like you yep. just keep messing with me and I'm not even messing with you. Like my kids are with their mom. I don't, I'm not texting you. I'm not nothing. You are cool. When they come back to me, I'm good. That's yep. if they got hurt, talk to me. Other than that, don't talk to me. I don't want exactly. you talking to me because I can't communicate with a high conflict individual. I don't care how calm you may think you are. That's it's not going to work with me. I'm cool. You stay on your side. I'll stay on my side. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Stay in your lane and I'll stay in my lane. And that's it. That's it. brother. It cool just, like that. Yeah, that's me. Like you stay away from me. I'll stay away from you. And, and until the courts or until I figure out a better solution, there will, there will be no type of communication. There will be, I, I don't, I, again, I don't know if other guys went through this, but it's like when you even, they reeled you in early on, they reel you and you're like, Oh, thanks so much. I appreciate you. They take that and they run with it. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, it's conversations, it's this, it's that. They reel you back in and they punch you right in the stomach again. You're like, Oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah. I can't even deal. You know, yeah. I know, I know a lot of fathers that have fallen for that. I mean, I was guilty of falling for that back in yeah. the that was me. That was me. You think, oh my God, you know, you know, here's this opening and then you stupidly take the opening and (laughs) now you're getting knocked around. I mean, I don't know what it is, man. It's, it's the craziest thing. It's so, it's so crazy. And as much as I love my mom and she stays with us right now, you see certain traits of like your mother or your father and certain things you're like, what the hell? <laughs> the older you get, you start to yep. see like, really? You've yep. been doing this for a long time. This is crazy. And you don't want to become that. So like, you have to literally start paying attention to like, your parents. If you're fortunate enough to have those parents still around that bother you and annoy you, you're like, God damn it. I don't want to be that. Can't do that. No, no, I absolutely agree with you. I was having a conversation with my son the other night. And I, you know, I can't even remember now what it was, but I said something. And in the back of my mind, I was like, son of a bitch, my dad said that very same thing to me when I was a kid. And here I am saying it to my son. I, bro, I'm telling you, I, I, the same, and I try my best, like, I try my best to like really reflect, right? And dig inside. And I do a lot of that. I do from my meditation to a lot of things that I do. I just try my best to not consume don't don't try to partner so much with my ego, right? Like my ego got me successful, but again, you have to know when to detach yourself from your ego and to become selfless as an individual. I truly believe in that as a person because we all have to to become right uh, successful. Whatever you do, like you learning the law, getting your son that's that's your ego talk. You like push yourself, goddamn it! Like that's you need that, but then you have to detach yourself and say, all right, I'm selfless. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, I do care about my, and I want my son to blah, 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 whatever it is like, but a lot of people, they, they just, they, they really listen to it and they keep it. And there's this miscommunication in life where it doesn't really have to be right. But again, that comes from that fear of, of abandonment, that fear of uh, being wrong or that, you know, that reporter asked Donald Trump, 
the other day. What would you say to the American people to kind of like ease them, uh, ease their mind about this whole virus thing? I think that's a terrible question. You are a terrible reporter. No, like, it's just, he yeah. attacked them and the guy said nothing wrong. Yeah. But again, that's, that's, a, that's a narcissistic personality disorder, right? When you feel attacked, more psychopathic, like more so, right? That's, that's, a, that's a BPD as well. Like you, when you, you find yourself trying to defend yourself, what he's been doing for the past three years, defending himself so much on his actions, right? Borderline personality disorder individuals, you're like, no, you did that. Rawr, right? So it's, it's like, it's similar to narcissistic personality disorders. Right, and he's more of a narcissistic. He's more of an NPD, but then you have an MPB, MPD, but then you have these borderline personality disorders where they're, when the world is crumbling, I'm going to commit suicide. I'm going to jump. I'm going to do, and you say all those things. It's like you're really bad at it because you haven't done it yet. Yeah, but yet you want everybody else to to invest and inherit this feeling that you have of like emptiness. That's not a cool thing. No. You know, because and they end up doing it again and again and again and, again. and it, it becomes kind of a broken record kind of thing where they right. that, that's their go to, you know, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna kill yeah. myself. So, so you've been through that part. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Been there, done that. Got the T-shirt. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. I sit there, and look at him, like, okay, go ahead. Whatever you, whatever you think you can do. Knock yourself out. Like, I, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, this is just the same story. You keep telling me the same thing. And at a very young age, listen, you feel compassionate, right? Like, you, mm-hmm. you feel, especially when you're not really in check with your own feelings or who you are as an individual because you, you think you need that person at the moment so they can pull your strings. But then when you start to, like, really reflect and know who you are, you're like, yeah, I feel more at ease when I'm not around you. So yeah, go ahead. Do whatever you feel like doing. Yeah. God bless. I'm okay. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said for vibes that people put off. And if you pay attention to it, you learn a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's, I, I truly believe that, man. I truly believe that. If that person is messing with your energy, yeah. you got to go. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm cool. Absolutely. Well, I'm brother, okay. we're getting ready to wrap this up. Um, okay. So how long do you think it's going to be till you've got a, a solid working prototype of the app? Well, we have right now we have be fair on IG right now. You can go on the IG. We have a page. We have about 25, 26,000 subscribers so far. But what we're doing is we're going to build a, a, a um, I guess a more powerful one because we've had some really good news on one we have and we're just adding on, but more expansive. Right. So it's like the couture of be fair. Right. So, um, we're, we're in the works right now, but right now they can follow us on be fair, B E F A Y R, um, subscribe. Um, and then we'll, you know, we're there for, um, everyone, you know, and again, just excuse me, two fathers that have that not have, but, are going through these things at the moment. We want to be there like yourself. Mm-hmm. We want to be there for other fathers that are like empty, that are like lost, that are, you know, they have anxiety every single night, can't sleep well, right? Just pulling out, pushing out money and still the system is like, you know, having them chase 
you know, uh, their tail like a dog. So uh, right now, like I said before, you can go on IG, be fair, B-E-F-A-Y-R. Um, and um, for right now, sign up. You can do whatever you want. Take a look at it. And uh, once the other app is ready to launch, I'll let you know and you can put it on your, your podcast and yeah, be able absolutely. to tell other followers. Well, you know, I would love to get a copy of it for myself because, yeah. you know, even though I'm not in, you know, the middle of a custody situation or anything anymore, I mean, it sounds like a really helpful app, you know, just mm -hmm. for everyday life. For sure. For sure it is, man. And that's what we want. We want it to be a, a customer friendly, right? We want to be a client friendly kind of thing. Um, and to the point where when we had no, when we didn't have the answers or we were uncomfortable, where do we go to? We wanted to be able to be that. That's awesome. Well, that sounds great. Well, Kat, buddy, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I had a for great sure. conversation with you, man. And, Thanks, brother. Uh, I appreciate you, know, you, man. Yeah. And once, uh, once you get that a little bit more in tune there and you get it out, I'd like to have you on again. And, for sure. You know, maybe you can kind of do like a little demonstration on screen and kind of take us through we'll something. Do. I'll have Mike, I'll have Mike do all that. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. All right, man. Well, you know, stay safe down there. Don't for get sure. into too I'm much trouble. This house and relax a little bit. There you go, brother. All right. We will talk to you again. Okay, cat. All right, brother. Thanks again. Bye-bye. All right, so that was Katino Mobley telling us about his app, and the conversation kind of went a little bit everywhere, you know, and I'm okay with that. We talked about some spiritual energy, um, personality disorders, a lot of different things. But that's going to wrap up the episode for tonight, guys. I want to thank you for stopping by. Everybody stay safe, and I'm Alan Donovan. Thank you for listening to The Father's Truth. Take care. Thank you for joining us and listening to The Father's Truth. If you would like to be a guest or know someone with a story that needs to be heard, email Alan Donovan now at thefatherstruth at sohomail.com.